I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, welcome to another episode of This Might Help with Matt Bronger, your favorite advice podcast that does not want to be an advice podcast. Uh, guys, I have an awesome guest today. Uh, someone who, uh, these days, we look alike. It didn't used to be like that. But uh, maybe I'm following his footsteps. But I'm a huge fan of his, and uh, he's a friend. He's one of the funniest guys out there, Chad Daniels. Chad, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. You look great. I mean, I'm not <laughs> just saying that because you say we look alike, but I'm saying you look <laughs> you look better. It's like uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm. Uh, whatever you're losing, I'm finding. <laughs> did well? Did did the pandemic? Did it affect you physically in good or bad ways? Or... No, I just stopped giving a shit. It had nothing to do with, I mean, I'd love an excuse, but I really was like, I'm 46. Yeah. And I, you know, my kids are pretty much grown. My youngest is a senior in high school. So it's like, now what I'm going to do is just turn into my couch. I'm going to physically <laughs> sit on my couch, shovel it in until no one knows I'm on my couch. I love it. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm actually jealous because I love my kid, but she's so young that I'm just like, right. you know, the fight has just begun. And she's she's very strong and sure. uh, has like a lot of a lot of um, tensile weight. So when I carry her <laughs> a long time, it's just like I put her down and I feel it in my hips and all these places you never sure. feel, you know, weight and stuff. And I'm definitely exercising more but uh, to, to, to help with that. But I feel like it used to it's it's you know, 15 years ago, it's like, it's like, oh, I'm working out to sweat out the beer from last night. And right, now, exactly. Now I'm working out to, to be able to carry my child and not have a, have a physical breakdown kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was lucky. I had kids young. So mm -hmm. like my daughter played soccer this year, her senior year, and I got to go down to the field and like actually run around with her and, and stuff like that. I, I know that uh, that's why I'm letting myself go now. I feel like <laughs> I've, I've done it. I don't have to be one of the grandpas that gets down and makes a sandcastle. I'll just be like the foreman pointing <laughs> stuff out. Just like that goes there. The bridge is going to need to go here. Just in my chair drinking beer. I don't, I just don't care anymore. But yeah. I just talked to uh, Augie Smith who just had a baby a year ago yep. and, and he's 50 and it's like, I mean, he has older kids. So having a new baby, that's like when you shiv someone in the yard right before you're about to get out of prison. <laughs> and they just reset your sentence. It's yeah. just like, oh, I'm going back in. I'm going back in. He's just he he's 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 like the he's like that the 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 old man who 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 raised birds in Shawshank that couldn't handle the outside <laughs> yeah. world. So he got, you know, he's just like, I gotta Brooks you know, was here, yeah thinking of of, of uh, i want to steal or whatever just so i can put right. back in he's like i can't deal with this non-kid life man you're 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 the opposite you're like i'm out of shawshank you're like i'm just going to be like free once this oh, yeah. last one moves out when they when they started talking about parole for me i was like well maybe we should have a medical procedure on my testicles just to make sure i don't mess this up be put impossible. me in solitary just so i don't punch anybody and get in trouble <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and, and you just start committing a series of, of relatively harmless misdemeanors. So you couldn't never be considered for adoption. <laughs> right. kind of thing. You know, just like, like, like public drunkenness, like on the record, like a few times, just, yep. you know, drunk in a food court. So like, just so a cop sees it and brings you in and is like, all right, like this is going on your record. You're like, sweet, please. <laughs> yeah. Do you need another mugshot? Because I just, (laughs) just in case my wife is like, let's, you know, I want to adopt. Like, I would love to, but I can't. I'm going to need an updated uh, mugshot because I'm trying to look like my couch. Would that work for you guys? And I I, I need some time. I I used to have a joke that would like never land, but it was like, if you, if you really want to get in shape, uh, find out they're going to make a statue of you, you know, like, like (laughs) to scale. It's just too much, too many moving parts for that dumb joke. But it's like, that is, that is the thing of like, I, I have to get fat in a week because this mugshot, it's gotta, it's gotta be horrible. And my skin has to be terrible. Right. Yeah. I mean, when I got married, I w- that's the fattest I've ever been. <laughs> and I did it on purpose because I know everyone loses weight for their, for their marriage photos. Yes. But then it's like three years later, you both look at each other and like, what the fuck? Yeah. So so I decided to get as fat as possible for my wedding. So no matter what happened after that, I could just go back to a normal diet right. yes. and then still look better. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like submitting a, a, you know, a synopsis for your term paper. That's a, like two sentences and they just don't expect <laughs> like, all right, it's not gonna be that long. Exactly. I can't. <laughs> I, I do get a kick out of people on Facebook and stuff that are just like, can't believe it's only been two years. And you see the picture that they're on a beach and they look so healthy. And now the dude's just a fat piece of shit. Like he just, he yep. just let, like that. It is that thing of people go, I'm getting married and then I'm done because I'm off the market and fuck my spouse. You know, like whatever. Yeah. They're going to have a fat husband. Or- sure. <laughs> sure. Well, I, I did it. I did it opposite. When I got married, like I said, fattest I've ever been, then got in shape, then got divorced now decided to get fat again because it's like i'm out i'm off the market sure and uh i'm on the market but i'm taking myself off the market i get it i just like to enjoy i enjoy what i have yes and uh yeah absolutely and the people that come on like you said facebook especially when they're um they're bragging about their their new appearance and it's like oh you son of a bitch give it two years you're gonna be regretting this is not gonna age well Oh no. Yeah. I, anytime someone posts a picture of like, like been working hard, you know, this is my body now kind of thing. It's like, yeah. you're really setting yourself up. You're, you're yeah, or, or like, uh, this happened with my sister when she left treatment. I mean, this is a long time ago. She's been sober forever, but, okay. and, and she really wanted to tell me about my having a couple beers a week. And it's like, Hey, this isn't going to turn into meth. So why don't you cool your jets? <laughs> And it's, you know, or when someone loses weight and they see you face to face and they go, oh, having, uh, having a little trouble with the diet, huh? And it's like, uh, listen, bitch, your yeah. stopping drinking was court ordered. My kids don't flinch when I enter the room. So why don't you relax? <laughs> I mean, you yeah. lost weight. <laughs> You're barely hanging on. So I'm glad you feel better, but let's give it a little time. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's, 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 that's why it's called working on yourself. You are not exactly, the emissary, right. yeah. you know? I, I always loved it how every rapper or pro athlete, as soon as they turned, they were born again, there's like, I'm God's chosen one. It's like, no, or you're one of the flock. And should you shut up and be quiet for a while? Yeah, exactly. Just, just worship quietly. Does it have, do you have to be a number one, no matter what it is? Like you're, 
no, but I'm God's favorite. Like that doesn't exist in any religion. <laughs> not really. You know, <laughs> there's not a self and other help section. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's you know I have friends in recovery, and it's just they they get so much. Like I love like Dak Shepard openly is like. I did this podcast because I want I want people to feel as good as I do feeling like a me when I leave a meeting, you know. And it's like, sure, yeah, I get that. It does boost you up, and yeah. and you you air you know therapy makes you feel that way too. But it is that thing where where people like they're like, why do we why don't we bring this outside? We need more people. You should go to a meeting. Like, you know, the second A stands for something, right? Do you know what the second <laughs> A? Thing? Would you stop yeah. trying to put a camera on fucking everything and and yeah. yeah it's that's so true Mm -hmm. it's like uh, when i leave therapy i could i feel like when i walk out of because i do therapy online and i do it in my office where i'm right now yeah and then i'll I'll walk outside and i just expect butterflies to land all over (laughs) me i just have my arms extended yeah and then and then i'll have somebody pull out in front of me so Mm -hmm. right where i turn out of my office there's another driveway and so okay. I'll pull out going fast and someone will pull out in front of me and they'll stop at the railroad tracks. I'm just like, you motherfucker. And it's all gone. Gone. I, I'm just like, oh, can't wait for next week. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There, that there's was a that fun moment. The, yeah. the minute you get out into public, someone will fuck it up. Someone will do something. <laughs> I, 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 I was laughing at myself about the amount of arguments I have with no one in my head. Yeah. You know, uh, that of course you just win completely. You know, I think Mulaney had a joke about that. But it's like, why am I creating beef? Why is there a, like a constant need to be arguing with someone in my head or to, to, to settle old scores or what? Right. I think we project that on, on so many people, but that's why you shouldn't drive like an asshole because then you become <laughs> that person in the person's head or, exactly. uh, you know, the, 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 the person who, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll take my kid to the, the store and there'll be that person who just, just won't move the way, out of the way. They know I'm there. They're looking at their phone. They're in a, yep. in a grocery aisle. Like a, there's a little health food store, like tight aisles. Most people, oh, whoa, whoa, shoot, excuse me. And I'll move. I just like, I know I'm the biggest, you know, obstacle with me plus this stroller. But there's that person that's just like, no, but I, I just have to finish entering this, whatever, this text. And it's just like, the, I'm going to, like, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> I know you see me. Right. You know, and it's, and so, and it's never and, a text. It's always like, I just have to finish refinancing my house online <laughs> with with two bars. So hopefully it keeps buffering and, and gets through. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, I'm on I'm on <laughs> I'm on rocket loan or whatever. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, right. see if this mortgage goes through, you know, yeah. like, you uh, are, are, are someone who went their own road. Like I had uh, Dan Cummings on and oh, sure. I had. You know, and like, I, I think, you know, I would say, you know, Tom and Christina in a, in a massive way did that sort of thing where it's kind of like they went their own thing. And I, I remember you, you were you were someone who I was like, oh, they just live where they want to live. Sure. They're, they're not on the coasts because they're uh, doing clubs and, and making records and, and specials and things. And it was a thing of, of it reminded me of what, like when I left Chicago, there are people that are like, no, I'm just not going to leave Chicago. I'm just going to do theater here. And I was like, oh, that's great. Right. You know, I, I, I like that, that you can find, you know, artists that are just, you know, uh, still trying to get out to the masses and still and doing it, but not having to be in a certain place or go sure. by, you know, the reason why a lot of people, if we're honest, have moved to New York and moved to Los Angeles is not only because, oh, that's where the business is. They've been yeah, told right. 
they've been told to by their reps. Right. You know, like, and, and that's just, that's, 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 I, I won't, I won't say going away, but it's definitely diminishing. And I think it's kind of, it's creating a, it's creating a, 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 a more basic equality, which I'm enjoying. So like, I think you're yep. one of the, one of the first people to just kind of casually do that and have done really well by yourself. You know? Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of it had to do with my kids. I didn't want my kids yeah. on a coast because it's like to to leave your family to go work on the road is one thing, right? But then to leave them in a in a strange spot they didn't ask to move hmm. is is even weirder, I think. So, right. so you know, we ended up moving when I when we had our daughter, ended up moving back to our hometown because my ex wife and I went to school to grew up together. And okay. so um, her parents are here. My mom is here. And it just made it a lot easier for me to leave. Right. And then also, you know, the stand-up that I fell in love with, it was just stand-up and it was just albums. So mm. it wasn't all of this getting into movies and getting on TV and having a sitcom stuff. It was, you know, because I watched Roseanne, but I kind of, I kind of separated her stand-up with her show, even though it was based on it. Yeah. It's still like, well, this is a TV show and this is a completely different entity over here. Yeah. And that's all I really ever wanted to do anyways. So yeah. just to live in LA to pay higher rent to do stand-up seemed uh -huh. very silly. Yeah, absolutely. And you were, you were already uh, uh, broken in. You know, you, you, already, you, right. already, you, had, you had clubs you were playing, which is still, you know, I, I was always an actor too. So it makes sense for me to be here. And exactly. I, do, I do like it, but... You know, I make my money on the road. Sure. I, I always, I am fascinated when I meet someone who makes a living at acting. I'm always just like, look <laughs> at you go. Like, like literally, not even, right. I'm not being facetious. It's because if I book a role, it, it happens about as often as I get a winning scratch ticket. Like, oh, that's sure. exciting. I can't, I can't live off scratch tickets, you know, and, and I don't scratch them every day. So it's, it's, to me, it's fascinating when I meet, you know, and I've, people who I've met online and we follow each other and stuff. And I'm just like, you're always on something. God bless you. That's sure. so great. Yeah. I'm not and, and jealous I, in the least. You I'd know? like and, to say there, there are people that believe they can live off scratch offs and they're always at the gas station two seconds before me. <laughs> so it's like, you're just going to scratch that right there, huh? With the change. You're not going to step aside or anything. I, I, Didn't I see you at a health food store with Bronger? Are, are you... <laughs> you again, sir. I, I had my favorite yesterday was I went to, uh, I got a, I got a booster shot at CVS nice. and I was, uh, I forgot my goddamn vaccination card. So they didn't write the thing on it. I'm like, that's more important than the actual shot. Probably. <laughs> I already have two. So now you, have a, thing. you have a ghost booster. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go home and get it. Is it the CVS is maybe two miles away. So I drive home get some stuff done. I drive back and all I have to do is get this thing, you know, and I'm, I'm, I go in the, the pickup line. This guy is paying for his prescription. He has a Ziploc bag full of change. Just yeah. these one, two, and not, it'd be one thing. And I am judging be one thing if the dude was like in very shabby clothes and this is, he's, this is how he can pay for his prescription. God knows the health care program in America right. needs some serious uh, upkeep. No, no. Dude's doing fine. Just brought his change from like, he's that guy that's holding up a line of 20 people and turns back and goes, it's money. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's money. It's like, yeah, that's not our point, man. We know it's money. 
but you could be more considerate. And maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it's just his little mini protest against big pharma. He's like, you will get this shit in pennies. Yeah, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this CVS employee that's not even a pharmacist have to count all this shit out and uh, <laughs> right. probably quit. And that is how I will stick it to the healthcare system. <laughs> like that. I mean, oh god, I feel so bad for people during that you know, work for planes or 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 you know, have to talk directly to the public and retail and stuff and being like, can you just please, I'm sorry, can you put a mask on? Ugh! And then the yeah. person just throws a fucking fit and you're like, ugh. Like, I, saw, I saw the funniest scene on an airplane. Flight attendant goes up to a guy sitting in Comfort Plus mm-hmm. and, he, and, I, and I am very lucky. I'm, I'm very lucky when it comes to traveling because I do it so much because I know... Yeah. There are no shows where I live ever. So if I'm doing a show, I'm traveling. And yes. so I get, I get upgraded a lot. Me and too. so, and so this, this woman goes over and goes, sir, you actually have to have your mask over your nose and your mouth for the duration of the flight. It's just for the safety of people around you. Uh, and he, and he goes, well, I don't have to do that. And she, and she kind of backs up and looks at him weird and goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. And then she goes to the intercom system at the front of the plane and goes, ladies and gentlemen, huge announcement. Mr. Delta is on the flight today with yes. us. Now I'm sliding down my chair laughing and everyone knows who it is. And so, she, and then she goes, he's so considerate. He didn't even take up a first class seat. He's sitting back in comfort plus. I mean, that is a real genuine owner of a company loves loves his people and and now everyone's just like looking at him and he slowly pinches his mask and pulls it over his nose oh and my as, as God. soon as he did matt pa off so she was mid-sentence as soon as he put it over his nose she clicked it and was done Dude. didn't rub it in any further it was magical oh it was so funny that that's so good and it's like and in my mind i was like was that you, Chad? Because that sounds like a bit of yours. <laughs> no, I know it does. Getting like, like, like and you're getting in trouble in public. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like you making fun of one of your sons. You know, like like. <laughs> and that that is my dumbest joke that I'll do. Like the the longest you know company. Not even a joke I'll do for real, but like something like you know it's something as stupid as like, wait a minute. Ron, the coffee bean and tea leaf is here. Like something, you know, like that's a family <laughs> sure. name. Yeah. I love the Mr. Delta. He's <laughs> Oh, I was dying. And then, and then I go, listen, I can't imagine you're not going to get in trouble for this, but this is the first survey that I've ever been given that I will fill out. Yes. Because you're going to, you're going to take some heat for this yeah. from some people that don't agree with how you handled it. Of course. And uh, you're going to get at least one yes vote. Oh, yeah. And I would have given her, I think I don't have any more, but like, you know, when you get your like medallion status, they come with those yeah. little cards and you can hand yes, them. Yes, right. They, when you give someone that, they're like, man, like that, that's, that's status for them. It's like you a know, golden they, ticket from a candy bar. Absolutely. Like that's a, that's a, like, you're all right, kid. It's like a flick <laughs> of a quarter from Bogart, you know, they like love it. Mean like, Joe Green throwing his jersey completely oh my yeah it's funny i think some of them some people snap hilarious yeah some people snap i mean i had a friend in chicago named wes who his girlfriend of nine years broke up with him and he was a 
he was a bartender. I was a waiter and like, he just, he didn't care anymore. And he just became so casually, he would put nachos out, like someone's nachos come out and he'd go snatchos just to then walk away. And like, like the, the manager's like, Wes, I got to talk to you. And he's like, about what? Your bald head? Like, and everyone's like, la- like, huh? Okay. What? But it's like, his delivery was really funny. And I just remember at one point we're we're not even, we haven't closed the bar, but people are leaving and he's, he's off. Like he got cut early. He's on one of the pool tables with like a lit joint and like he's fucking a balloon, like d- dancing to something. And it's just like, just Wes, can you, like, they're just so happy. There's no cops in the bar kind of thing. Exactly. But it was like, I would be crying laughing because it's like, he became a different person where. Yeah. I mean, nine years, that that's a long time to yeah. get rid of that nine year thing in your head. Yeah. And I, and we, this is, this is back when only maybe, you know, a fifth of us had cell phones when they were still like new small ones. Right. Yeah. yeah it was like a year before I had one or something. And he'd be in the basement on the payphone, like by where we put all our, change our clothes and our lockers and stuff and just be like, I just, you'd be down there and he'd be like, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't see why. I don't know what's changed. And you're like, huh. like just changing as fast as you can. Like I can't be <laughs> yeah. around this. This is horrific energy. <laughs> but it happened and he just became the funniest guy at work. And there was a lot of competition. I went to, went, like I work with a lot of hilarious people. Okay. So are you single then or? Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. Yep. Right on. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you meet people on the road? <laughs> Not really. That kind of, it terrifies me a little bit. Dude, same. People always were just like, uh, oh, so you, you hook up with people on the road? I'm like, no, no. It's like, like even it, in my younger, wilder days, I really wouldn't. It's yeah. just weird. I watched yeah. The Natural when I was very young with Robert Redford. Sure. And, and he got shot and fell three stories to almost his death in a hotel room. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm okay. I love having fun at the bar, but yeah, I'm just like, I'll take an elevator up to my room by myself. Yep. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. It's like, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to a second location with any of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't exactly. It's inviting. I, I know how Sam cook died. I'm not putting myself on, a, on an elevated level here, but uh, you know, but we love you, but we love you. And it's like, I also know how Selena died. So right. Yeah. None of this is going to work for me. Oh, that is, that's always, yeah, I've talked about this on the show. Like I remember Greg Proops said that he's like, he's like, I, I will drink with the, 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 the staff and everything, yep. but I'm not going anywhere else. And it's just right. like, yeah, that's, that's really how I am. If I, if I do, I'm going alone. I'm going to go clear across town in an Uber and just have like a decompression beer or two and then sure. go back to my hotel. But yep. like, it, you know, it is wild when you're at the club bar and it's like after the second show and you're just hanging out. And someone's like, where are you going now? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm nowhere with you, crazy eyes. Like, yeah, you, to call security. That's where I'm headed. Yeah, I, I'm not going for your exciting night out. It doesn't yeah. doesn't sound fun to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just, you know, it's a, it's a safety thing. And, um, you know, I've been very lucky because a lot of my, uh, a lot of my, I don't want to call it success, but has come from Pandora. Sure. And so people are listening and they're not seeing me. Yes. Same, so there are, dude. Yeah. There are times where before a show, I can go to a bar right next door to the club. Yes. And no one, people be like, hey, you going to the Chad Daniels show? And it's like, yeah, I am. 
no clue. And it's awesome. You know, yeah. I can't get away with it after because clearly they've seen me, but right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. And, you know, also a lot of times when you've been doing it as long as I have, I mean, I've been doing this 23 years minus the year and a half for lockdown. And uh, I, I've made friends almost in every city with either. Yeah. I mean, I'll go to Columbus, Ohio, and 10 guys will come out that used to work at the club. They all have, you know, one's a firefighter. One runs the Wendy's Corporation. <laughs> one one runs uh, um, like a big clothing deal that they have that started in Columbus. And they'll all come out still cool. and, and we'll hang out. And so when you have those relationships, it's like you don't really have to go out with someone on the road anyways because it's like you're just i feel like you're gonna get a lot of the same questions yeah you know and it's mm -hmm. it's uh sometimes you just want to just want to have a beer i mean i've had a beer at the club before the staff is done with a fan and just been like uh you know if, if the guy's like hey so uh what's your favorite thing about comedy and i go oh, i don't know just you know the regular stuff how about you what's your favorite thing about your job and then i just turn it right back on them and just let them talk so yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, most people are not crazy. They're totally completely whatever. agree. Right. But, but everybody likes relatability. And I think that's why comedians hang out with comedians. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. And I'm also a big fan of the phrase. It only takes one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to sift my way through a bunch of non crazy people to yes. find the one person that loves strangling others in an alley. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're, they're out there. You look at any crowd, you're like, yep, you're in there somewhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know you are. Yeah. But so, okay. Well, we have, I, I should, I, it's, it's, it's always weird to get to this transition, but sure. the, the, one of the fun things about this show is that I don't know what the calls will be. You know, I haven't heard them. Yep. You haven't heard them. So yep. we listen to them together. But I always ask like, do because I don't really get asked for advice. I, you know, I don't know why I do this. It's just a fun little hook. I do enjoy it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. But uh, uh, except maybe sometimes for comedy stuff. And we generally try to sift those out because, okay. you know, the answer is always the same. Just do it until you 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 you, you get better and someone sure. will learn of you. Yep. The fucking end. Uh, <laughs> but there's no magic potion. But do you get asked advice? I mean, I'd I imagine, do. I mean, I imagine I, because you are Dad Channels, you know, you do you do have the kids. Sure, and, I, I get asked about you know, yeah, some parenting stuff only because I started well before any of my friends. Right, right. So I'll get asked about that stuff, and then I get asked about comedy from people that are wondering how they can make it from a remote location. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And that's uh, that's such a loaded answer that it's. <sighs> It's like, listen, I don't know if you've ever been struck by lightning two times on different days, <laughs> but it, it's that formula. It's that same formula. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's tough, but I'm excited to answer questions. I mean, I, I'd like to preface this by saying I have almost zero knowledge about everything. Fair. Yeah. So I'm stoked. I feel like, I feel like we as, as comedians were, were observers and meddlers, non-experts. And that's yeah. why it's, it's fun doing this. I always say, if you really need someone that's uh, uh, a clinician, this ain't it. Right. Um, and and if, if we find a question that's asking, what do you, what would you do after you fuck something up? I probably have an answer for that. Good. Because I've messed up almost every situation. Great. Yeah. <laughs> same. I'm a real Great pro at that. Same. Yeah. 
Okay, so on that note, I know we have four calls. Let's let's roll the first one. Matt, Chad, my name is Jared. I'm looking for some dad slash man advice. I'm currently outside of the mechanics getting my car fixed. I'm a little bit, I don't know, I have a bit of buyer's remorse. I know they're doing a good job in there, but starting to wonder if it's something I could have done myself. I have reached the point where with the Internet and uh, my inflated sense of ego, I feel like I can do most jobs myself. What are some things that you have found are better to be done yourself as a man, as a dad, as the provider mm-hmm. of your household? What should I do, and what is the stuff that I should leave to the professionals, for God's sake, by all means? Do not touch that. Uh, I await your response. I appreciate you still. Thank you both. Hmm. That's a, that's a great question. Really great. I mean, if we want to touch on just the automotive part of it right away, sure. I would say if your car was made after 1995, you have no choice but to leave it to the experts. Yep. Because now we're talking about computer chips and yep. everything like that. I mean, depends what it is. Can you change a tire? Can you do that stuff? But even like, changing oil on the new stuff you have to reset it and you have to do all this stuff yep. i used to i used to have a 1980 dodge omni and my grandpa showed me how to change the oil on that and when it ran out of gas i knew how to get it started i could pour a little gas in this you know one one little area and um to get it started and it was it was great it was easy mm-hmm. because you could look in a book and it was still the same but right. now when you're talking about computer chips and everything else i mean if I were to dig around under the hood of a car built after, well, let's just say 2000. Yes. I would have to, I would total the car by touching one thing. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. And, yeah. and cars have memory now. So right. I, I had this one mechanic that I, I went to for like, God, years, the first couple of years I lived in LA and he was, you know, good, but he had, he had checked something and not registered that he did that with kind of, which is, I guess, part and parcel. You have to, there's, there's technically stuff you have to as a mechanic. Sure. And like, I, I ran into a bind and I had to go to a nearby mechanic. I couldn't go back to this dude. And the guy was like, uh, you know, someone checked this and didn't, uh, they did he, like the dude did something shady. And the, I went to the, oh. back to the other mechanic and was like, Hey man, he, he said you blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I didn't think you'd go anywhere else. And it was like, yeah, but did you break the fucking law, man? That's not the, it was, it was like, are you, did you steal from me? How'd you find out? That's not the question I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, exactly. I, I, I always err on the side of, in terms of mechanics and in terms of any maintenance, err on the side of less headaches, you know, if, yes. you, can, if you can afford it. Definitely Correct. don't get juiced. Don't let someone take advantage of you, do your right. research, talk to friends about people they use for home repair and all this stuff. Yep. Um, you know, like, but, but if, if some, there, there's Pete there, uh, speaking to someone who does so many things badly, like <laughs> I will hire someone in a heartbeat, but I'll be, I'll work as hard on finding the right person as I would have on doing the thing. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can't control your, lack of knowledge about electrical right. circuits. Yeah. But yeah. you can control how much effort you put into finding someone who does have that expertise. Yeah, we, we, when we bought our house, it needed everything. It was exactly where we wanted to live, but it, it needed, the reason we could afford it is because it needed everything done to it. And so right. over the next year or two, we replaced 
you know, the, the, the piping, the wiring. Um, we tore out the entire kitchen and had that rebuilt. Nice. And we tore out the entire kitchen. It's like, oh, demo demolition is something that anyone can do. If you have someone going, don't take out this wall. Right. Leave this. There's wiring here. Right. You know, so we flew in my wife's dad, who's a plumbing engineer who knows about construction and was like, okay, so you want to, this is fine. And I brought, had a bunch of friends come swing hammers and it was, it was great. And then I spent weeks shoveling drywall into a wheelbarrow yeah. and taking it out into the driveway and putting it in a rented dumpster. So it's like, I did the labor, but I right. just didn't have the skill. Yeah. Like, I mean, your, your wife's dad reminds me a lot of my plan to be a grandpa. It's to mm -hmm. stand back. Yep. And point out where the stuff goes for the sandcastle. I mean, it's, it's right. the same. It's the same thing. So Absolutely. you you acquire that knowledge throughout your life, and you you probably have people like that in your life. Now, going back to automotives, and this is another if you can afford it. I lease my vehicles because mm -hmm. when I go into the shop, I like to go, "Hey, do this right. You're getting it back." I mean, yeah, so like this is on you. This is going to come back to you. Yes. So do it like you would if this was yours. Totally. And then, and then a couple things, you know, he asked about what do you do by yourself? So we, we talked about home repair. Right. Um, I know a little, I can do a decent amount of stuff, but here's why. Because when I hire someone, I say, hey, I've, I've printed up a contract that releases them of any like insurance stuff for me. But I go, I get to be your employee for the day. So I get to stand around mm -hmm. and I get to watch you do stuff. Because I want to know how to do it. Interesting. Because, you know, I didn't, you know, my, not to like boo-hoo, but I didn't have people in my life that were showing me how to do that stuff. Right. And so it's like, well, I'll just call an expert, hire them. Yeah. And then the next time, if it's a little thing, I'll be able to do it. So now I can, you know, do the little things like change a light fixture or um, do some do some plumbing if I need to. Like my, mm. my pipe that got, uh, that goes out to the hose on the side of the wall, the spigot. Yeah. Um, that burst because like an idiot, I didn't shut the valve off. Ah. And so then the next, next summer I opened up the spigot and I was like, there's not a lot of pressure coming out of here. And I was like, Oh fuck. And I quick shut it off. Oh yeah. And yeah, I yeah. go inside and I just look on in my basement where my kid, uh, like below my kitchen sink and it's just flooding. And I go, all right, well, good news is I can clean this up. I can, I know how to cut that pipe out and redo yeah. it. So cool. I, I think if you, if you have to hire somebody and if they will allow it, ask if you can watch, ask if you can learn something. Yeah, I, I think that's really cool. And if they do blanch at that, that's a bad sign, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Because there are, there, there, it's, it's a cottage industry. I learned uh, these entire companies and blanket companies that other companies pay a fee to that are taking advantage of people that don't know anything about home improvement. Sure. Because you know, we had, uh, you know, this, this house is, was built in 1926. And so even the door frames are weird. So we wanted to get new doors and they're like, we got to build, we got to, you know, make this one smaller or taller, like all this weird stuff that only like specialists kind of do. Sure. And we had a friend who really didn't know was like, oh, there's this company you can call and they'll, they'll find a contractor for you. And we called and they would send us these bozos yeah. who were like, didn't would like set a price and be like, Oh, we can build you a gate and all this stuff and, and promise the moon and be like, here's the rate, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, okay, that sounds decent. He's like, I'll get the contract. I'm like, I'm not agreeing yet, man. He's like, Oh, oh okay. 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 
And like, this guy's walking around my house and he's like, so you don't do any of this stuff? Like trying to kind of neg me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, man. Like, I'm going to be uh, like, oh yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a man's man. And the dude's younger than me. Right. And these guys were, they measured the door and they're like, no problem, no problem. And I'm like, okay, guys, they, we, we got your proposal. We'll let you know. And the guy's like, let me just check the door. They, he measured the door so many times. He kept coming back to measure the door that I'm like in the kitchen. Like, I'm going to throw him down the fucking stairs. I'm so tired of him being here. I want to start cooking dinner. Yeah. And my wife's like, just don't, just, you know, relax. But I was like, I realized it clicked. I was like, oh, his boss said, don't come back without a yes. Okay. Okay. Sure. So he sure. just keeps mad. Can I just one? I'm like, no, man, you got to go. And he's like, yep. but if I could, nope. Like, it's that thing where he's just like, fuck you can tell because they work for these guys that are just like oh these guys are dummies they don't know anything about their house and stuff yep. so like it really is just educate yourself and and yeah it's all about referrals don't and, just and, find yeah. someone online anytime you go to one of those companies that sends out freelancers yeah and the freelancer has to measure anything more than twice <laughs> you're just like am i in an episode of the sopranos who the fuck sent you yeah this is <laughs> You're not even a, a real like, home improvement guy. I, I'm going to be paying you so many times and this yeah. door is never going to get done. You're yep. going to disappear. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would I would say one more thing about yeah. doing things yourself. Since this guy has kids, if you can swing it, like I don't know this guy's life at all, but I think cooking on your own mm -hmm. is, is yep. big. Number one, it's healthier than going out. I know going out is fun. I understand that. And I am the order pizza king of the world. Mm -hmm. but Same. when you have kids if you can get them in the kitchen cooking it's going to yeah. be healthier but it's also the greatest way to trick your kids into having conversations with you yeah it's a great way to be able to talk to them about their lives because they don't even think they're doing it they're just like oh we're cooking dinner and having conversation but you're learning so much stuff about their daily life absolutely i mean yeah. it's it's there's a there's a reason why people talk about the opening scene of pulp fiction so much one reason it works is because it's life they're yeah. not talking about yeah so we're gonna go murder these guys we are we're gonna shoot them for the boss yep okay do we have guns <laughs> no that's not how life works they're like right so you just got back from europe i did no it's weird the little differences like, like that's what you that, yeah. so this kid's not talking about how uh, cooking a steak or or grilling right. vegetables right. he's talking about he's completely focused on that so the so the real him comes out which is exactly cool. yeah yeah it's 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 pretty slick uh dad trap i love it i'm definitely using that absolutely <laughs> well hope that helps caller uh caller number two hey matt and chad uh my name is erica mernon and i'm telling you my last my first and last name because i think that relates partly to my problem um again erica mernon um, throughout my whole life, starting at least kindergarten, maybe before, if I have memories from before that, people have called me Erin. Teachers, coworkers, doctors, uh, even a notary not too long ago uh, was looking at my driver's license and said, Erin, can you please sign this? And I said, no, but Erica can sign it. And that was, I'm just so, so, so sick of it. Sometimes people call me Jessica or Sarah or Martina or some oddball names, but the majority of my life, Aaron. 
My name, Erica, is in huge font in my work email signature. It's comically funny and big. And still, people will reply and call me Erin. So does do people just see the first two letters of my first name and the last two letters of my last name and forget the rest of it? I don't know. My question to you is, what is a good script to be direct but not necessarily rude to correct people? I appreciate your help. Thanks for all the laughs over the years, and um, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Aaron. Listen, no, uh, I the worst. <laughs> I thank you for calling, and thank you for putting your trust in us with uh, your full name. I will say, as someone who has been called Matt Brogner my entire life, people write it back to me in emails when I've clearly wrote Bronger. It's it's a phonetically clumsy name. Uh, there's no getting away from it. It just will happen. People will say, well, that's that, that Matt Brogner's here. What? I've been introduced on stage. I've had it said a billion times. You just have to be uh, graceful about it and correct people. It It sucks, but it's kind of like, I feel like we all are dyslexic on, 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 on a certain level, all of us. We switch words when we see them. We, we, we switch consonants, we switch uh, uh, syllables. I don't know, I don't think there's a way for you to, um, you know, ingrain it in people's heads off the bat. I don't know, I wish I had a better answer for you. What do you think, Chad? Well, <clears throat> as someone who gets called Chaniels, and that's on me because I named an album Dad Chaniels, and so I get called sure. Chaniels a lot. So that is the first two letters of my name and the last six, or right. the first three, whatever you want to put the A in. But um, so just as an aside, I mean, maybe they are doing that. Maybe Chad, they can you are. Hold on one second. Someone yeah. just knocked on my door. Oh sure. But one second. Sorry. Let's let's pause her name. Hey, bro. Sorry, that was my drug dealer. Oh, nice. Yeah, so go just start just start again, Chad. Okay. As someone who sorry. That's fine. Okay. As someone who gets called Chaniels a lot, and that is the first few letters of my name and the last of my last. Uh, and I did that to myself because I named a, an album Dad Chaniels. So that's right. that's completely on me, but it, it does make sense to me. And I remember my neighbor one time, there was a fire truck, there was a fire on the block and a uh -huh. fire truck was coming and my neighbor said, fuck. And I was just a little kid and I looked up and he goes, no, no, no. I was just, I was just abbreviating fire truck. And so, I mean, that is like very funny to me to think that people are doing that with names now, but, uh, <laughs> but I think, I, I don't think you should find a nice way to do it. I think you have, um, because okay. um, I don't know. I've never found that when someone goes, oh, you know what? It's actually Erica. I don't remember that shit. If someone goes, you've called me Aaron three times. My name is Erica. I go, okay, I need to make yeah. sure there's not a fourth time. So, you know, I understand you're in a, in a working situation, but when your name is right there, 
Yeah. I mean, I have a question. Does Erica, has she told the story around work and are people fucking with her? Huh. Because that could be too. Yeah. But if, if you're asking that thing where you're like, you know, what annoys me. And then people do exactly. it. They think it's funny. Yeah. Like unfunny people do that. Annoying people do that. Yeah. My daughter, I told her a long time ago, my least favorite thing is having someone put their hand under my tit and then flopping it. <laughs> and now she's probably done it every single day since. Sure. Of course. So I think that's just, that's just how people are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like coming up with a way to, to say it nicely, I don't know that you need to, because it's gotten to a point now where it's, it's, obviously it's affecting you if it's been going on since like you said even before kindergarten yeah. i say we put an end to this shit erica and we get right. it right your answer is way better than mine yours is much more practical and, and has results mine is like well what are you gonna do but like i don't know maybe i need to snap on people more like it's it's where'd you put the g in front of the end i think it's just mine's a little different hers no it, hers it's doesn't weird be- make any sense if I'm honest, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I think if you see the first and last name, also, I'm going to tell you something else. My son, when he was learning to read, would read the first three letters of something and then just guess. So it sure. would be like that we'd be reading something that would have thy in it. And he'd be like, this thesaurus. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not even trying. So it could be the fact that people are lazy. It could be sure. the fact that they're messing with you. It could be the fact that they're seeing both names together and they are taking, like you said, the first and the last part of it. Yeah. Um, but whatever it is, I mean, I started, I stopped lying February 23rd of 2016. And it has, I know this is, this is weird, but it has been hard to tell some people the truth because it's caused five minutes of really uncomfortable turmoil. Right. But it doesn't let it go on any further than that. Yeah. So if I don't like something, I tell someone straight away. That's like when young guys come up and they go, what'd you think of my set? I go, oh, yeah. I should tell you, I stopped lying February 23rd, 2006. So just, just to let process. you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's what I think you should do, Erica. I think you should just go like, be like, what the fuck? Or start calling other people by different names. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact that you're getting like, people are treating you like La Femme Nikita and you have a different name every week. I mean, that's a little strange to me. That's like you're a spy or some shit. So I don't know what to tell you about that, but I'm only concentrating on the fact that they're calling you Aaron. Um, Yeah. It's just, it makes no sense. I think people are. Yeah, it doesn't. And you're right. Call them on it. So hope that helps Erica. Uh, All right. Caller number three. Hey Matt. Hey Chad. His name's Jackson. Uh, first off, you two are probably my favorite comedians of all time, my favorite dads to follow, fellow dad myself. My question for you guys today is, uh, what's your advice on imposter syndrome? I am a creative, I you know, do a little bit of comedy, uh, video production, that kind of thing. And sometimes I find the harder I try, the louder that voice is in my head that just tells me, what are you doing? You don't deserve this. You don't deserve to be here. So what's your best tip for fighting that voice down and getting past that? Thanks so much, you guys. Uh, Chad, can't wait to see you in December. Uh, Matt, can't wait to see you whenever you make it back to Portland. You guys have a great day. Nice. Thanks, man. Well, thanks, Jonathan. Uh, Just kidding. That's Jackson. I know that. I was playing playing (laughs) off of Erica. Thanks, Aaron. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Aaron. 
That would have been a much funnier. Call everybody Aaron now. (laughs) Man, that that. So I didn't know what the imposter syndrome was Mm -hmm. when he said that. I thought it was like when you see a comedian that sounds like another comedian. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because I will tell you something. After Mitch Hedberg would come to town in Minneapolis, every single person, whether you smoke pot or not, had a little pot giggle at the end of everything they said. So that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, this thing about uh, about a voice saying you don't belong here. I mean, I think you just need to that needs to be a fleeting thought because you need to just go, well, the fuck I don't or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I said this in the show, but my 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 dad once was like, you know, that voice in the middle of the night that's like tells you you're worthless, and you're no good. I don't know if there's a devil, but that's him. Like I was like, it's such a perfect. I mean, it kind of it, it, it it's that thing where you have to think about. Like what, what good does a thing do? Worrying about a thing doesn't help the thing. Yeah. And and it doesn't stop you from worrying, but think about what's productive and you telling yourself that you're no good. Let someone else tell you that. (laughs) And if no one has, you're probably doing all right. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I definitely have those, those times where I'm just like, ah, I don't like any of my jokes. This, this sucks. You know, I mean, it's kind of everybody, but you plow through and you have, a better perspective after you do your set and you're like, Oh, they are better than I thought. And I did do better than I thought I would. It's just, you have to, you have to just keep pounding away and not let that stop you. Uh, Yeah. Or, or Jackson, do you have, can you, is there anyone in your life that you could put their face on that voice? Is it, that's going to inspire you to work harder? Uh, You know, like I'm a horrible self-critic, but I try not to let it influence my life in negative ways. It's just like, I don't have anyone else to yell at me. So I need to yell at myself to make sure my shit's together. Right. right. And so, so, you know, I make sure that uh, I'm constantly checking myself and, and whatever else. I mean, cause I have, I have a bit where I say, have you ever seen a guy pounding a nail into something and he hits his own thumb and he's like, you fucking idiot. I go, that's his dad talking to him. Like, yes. That's not anger. That's a memory. So, yeah. I mean, maybe, Maybe put a face to the name that's telling you you mm-hmm. ain't shit, yeah, and uh, and help it inspire. Maybe it's a coach that you fucking hated in high school or something. But yeah, or or maybe it's someone who was always a piece of shit and you didn't like, and you were like, fuck him, like yeah, you know, like some some toothless guy that worked at the gas station and talked shit about everybody. And you're like, get it together, man. Like if that <laughs> exactly. guy, like, you know, you you're no comedian. You think it's like, why would I listen to you? Yeah. You work at the gas station by choice. You never wanted more, you know, like kind of thing, like that kind of, that kind of uh, 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 motivation could go kind of like either way. Or, and, or you can, or you can turn it funny. Like your buddy that got left after nine years, you could just go, the voice is like, you don't belong here. And it's like, well then great. I'm going to fuck it up for everybody else. It's fine with me. <laughs> cool. I got no problem ruining somebody's night. Yeah. I'm not, it won't go. It won't go badly for just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We I mean, have a, at, at my house, we have a, a phrase that says, uh, uh, we're not going to borrow any worry from around the bend, which means that. it's like, you just gotta, don't worry about it till some shit happens. So if a voice is telling you you're not shit, wait until you've proven to yourself that you're not shit to worry about that voice. Like, like exactly. I said earlier. Yeah, exactly. If you're, you're, it sounds like Jackson, you're making stuff and you're doing stuff and that's the key to everything. Just right. produce. That's it. That's yep. really good. So yeah, hope that helps. And then just understand that's in 
kind of all of our heads. You, it's just something. Oh, absolutely. It's just something you have to learn to control. Like a boxer controls their fear. It's just yeah. that kind of thing. So, all right. Hope that hope that helps, man. And thanks thanks for the kind words. Uh, all right. Uh, Caller number four. Hey, Matt and Chad. Uh, my name is John. Uh, my wife and I have had the pleasure of seeing Matt perform out of Brea uh, earlier this year. She still talks about how she's disappointed that she wasn't the one selected to come up and help you out. Uh, send your bit at the end of the show. Um, it was a great show, so thank you for that. Yeah, also, man. we're big fans of Chad. We've had the pleasure of seeing him a few times over the last four years at different venues. Always been a good time. Um, also, big fans of his podcast with Cy. And on that, that kind of brings me to my point. On that, he uh, sings every now and then. And I'm assuming that uh, Matt could also sing quite a bit. And that's where I need a little help. Uh, it's my wife's birthday today. And she would love if you guys could uh, sing a happy birthday duet to her. Uh, her name is Nicole. So if you could help me out, that would be fantastic. Have a great day. Thanks. That's incredible. That's amazing. That's I'm uh, in. Yeah. Okay. 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 Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nicole. Happy birthday to you. Your cinnamon rolls are fantastic. <laughs> we did it. That was great. That was great. That was great. I like that you didn't blanch. You were just like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do oh, it. Oh, absolutely. I'm up for anything. I am too. I, I, if he was like, uh, please sing bohemian rhapsody i mean no it's too long man you know like happy birthday quick it's in and out it's easy and it's a uh you don't have to pay royalties on it yeah and i, I like that we didn't have to get in depth on that one at all that was that yeah. was that was easy peasy Absolutely. i have I, I have a lightning speed round before you okay. go so hope you don't mind it, not at it's all a, it's a newish thing we do um that uh, I just say Chad's gonna come on. Uh, okay, okay. Um, th this guy always writes in and writes this, and it's kind of hilarious. Uh, okay. Best memory of smoking weed with a fellow comic. Oh boy. Ah, I don't smoke a lot of weed. Same. I will tell you. I will tell you an anti story. I was smoking in New York with a guy once, and he goes, "Hey, just so you know, maybe since you don't smoke ever." just half puff. And I go, all right, no problem. And I just take the biggest toke. And he goes, <laughs> we're going to a deli where they serve uh, ham and cheese croissants. But if you don't have your shit together, you'll get screamed at. And so I was in line and these two ladies were talking and I just spaced out on their conversation. And the uh, croissant Nazi started screaming at me. And so I was like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And I took off and I was trying to push a pull door. So it felt like I was stuck. And that was, that was the first time I ever had a panic attack ever in my life. Yeah. And I oh, was just sitting on the sidewalk in New York, which there's nothing dirtier. No. And just loving it because I was finally outside breathing fresh air. So oh, that's yeah. my that's my favorite and least favorite. 
Yeah, that's 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 great. That, most of my stories like that involving comedians are like someone gives me a thing that's just like I never ever should have smoked that ever ever. Right. I, I feel so out of my head. I'm not enjoying this at all. <laughs> um, when oh this one when's when's your next special releasing and where can they watch it? Uh, October seventh. I just had a thing that I did. It's called Twelfth Night. So I recorded an hour. And it was the 12th night I had done comedy in a calendar year. Wow. And so it was the hour I had written before lockdown, but didn't record. And I was like, well, I don't want to do these jokes anymore. So let's see how poorly I can do them. And That's I left great. all the, I left all the mess ups in. So you can see me Good. just like staring into space and stuff. It's uh, it's kind of a fun watch if you want to see behind the fourth wall. Nice. Yeah. I love that. That's a great idea. I, I like the whole warts and all thing. Yep. You know, like when Rory did that, um, third man records album recording where they just the 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 vinyl was getting pressed as he did yeah, it like oh yeah. god no matter what happens insane yeah yep. love it um can chad recommend a good place for a pizza that is not a gas station oh no i mean it's my go-to you know it is of course and they can't get it right so now what i've decided to do is just accept whatever pizza they give me no matter what I order, Matt, I'm telling you, I go, can I get pepperoni on half of the pizza? And the guy goes, which half? And I'm like, there's no way this is going to end up correct. <laughs> but I like, I like, I like trying new things. So now I just, I order something weird and I get something even weirder. I love it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, okay. Casey's pizza or Buffalo shrimp. <laughs> um, Man, I'll tell you what, I got to go Buffalo shrimp on this one, but that's a, with a, with a big yikes. Okay. Fair, fair. Um, uh, that's nice. Just want to say you guys are awesome. Have a great show today. Thank oh, you. That's fantastic. Susan. Thanks. And this is, this is, this is a good one. This is, this will be the last one. Uh, <laughs> just got married. How do I not fuck it up? <laughs> that's not loaded at all. And that gives us all the information we need. That's exactly. Yeah. We have to have, it's a tradition almost on the show where people will call in and ask for a thing and give no background. And sure. it's like, it, we're, we're playing the shittiest uh, uh, episode of CSI, me and the guest, <laughs> right. it's like unpacking. Well, it sounded like there, and this one's just written. Yeah. Hi so, guys, Chad Daniels here, caller number five. Um, doctor told me I'm dying. How do I not die? That's it. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. How That's do you good. not fuck up a marriage? I mean, I don't know. Be nice. Uh, and man, you got to communicate even when you fucking want to yell. Yep. You know, you're a dick or whatever. You got to you got to talk it out. I know that's very traditional and we've heard it a million times, but uh, I would say it it really, really is. Yeah, I, I, I found when I've made major connections where I've I've actually worked on a problem I have and kind of been like, I, you know, like you realize, oh, I have a hard time when I'm around, like, let's say your friends, this, this, and this kind of thing, like these people. And it's like, you realize you've, you're, you get really angry when they're around and you go, oh, wait a minute, why am I? And if you talk to your spouse about that and they yep. go, oh, you're actually thinking about this rather than trying to kick the problem in half with rage. Right or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. And it just share, I mean, really a lot of it is share your process, your process as growth right. and, and share your, obviously your affections for that person and why they mean a lot to you. And uh, uh, just make it clear. You're not 
as a man, one foot out the door. Yeah, a, right. Know. And you know, like if, if she's reading a book, if, if he or she, I guess we didn't get that information. If right. they're reading a book, um, just ask them about it. You know what I mean? It's, it's little, mm-hmm. it's little stuff like that where they yeah. feel cared about and seen and all of that stuff. If, uh, you know, if you have a coworker that's dangling around and feels like they're trying to move in on it, invite your spouse immediately to hang out with that person just to right. be like, go fuck yourself. Look at this. Uh huh. For sure. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'll never forget my, what my wife and I met, uh, working together and she was like in a relationship and uh we had an on again off again thing and when we were like to finally together together i remember just being like hey how was your day and she was so like what like it, <laughs> obviously she hadn't been asked that by a by by a partner in so long and you could see her like visibly relax and go oh it was pretty tough because this this you know cause she does work a very high pressure job and it was like yeah. You know, it's just that thing. I didn't say it in terms of, oh, fuck, I should ask her how her day is. That'll be good for the marriage. Right. I just asked as a person. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, that's that you can extend that past a marriage. If you just have someone you care about and you're like, hey, how are you doing? You know, like there, people are like, wow, not great or whatever, you know, or. Yeah. Really or, or you'll or you'll get this reaction. Uh, I asked a fellow comedian this on the road once I go. Hey, how was your day? What'd you get into? And he goes, what are we in a relationship? And I'm like, okay. All right. You're you hurting love right now. And I, I can see that you're hurting. You gotta love, you gotta love men. I, I, yeah. I get, I laugh every time I see liquid death water, tall boy cans of water <laughs> with the flaming melting skull on it. Yeah. A product that is, I'm sure flying off the shelves, 1000% created by and for, uh, had to get sober bros right drank because they thought self-destruction was manly one million thousand percent that is who that product is for yep because they can't i mean wh- why would i wrap my hand around a can unless it's super tall and full of something that's bad for me it's good for me well you should say <laughs> it has to say bad for me on the outside i want something that looks like monster energy drink but i don't have any more arms to break on my motocross bike <laughs> god damn it so yeah. hand me a can of water and we'll and- deal with it and my my doctor says all the taurine has affected my brain in, in ways that will give me dementia way too young. So it's just water from here on out. But it has to look like monster. Has to look like it. God damn it. Yeah. I had that in San Francisco. There's a white can and a black can. Yeah, one's fizzy. Oh, I didn't know that because I was I took the they go, oh, there's a white can and a black can. What's the difference? And I go, the white can's diet and walked away. And then the person was just like, what? I don't understand what's happening, right? I didn't know one was fizzy. Now I feel like a real dick. I was just trying to be funny and goofy. I thought they were better answer. <laughs> Bet, better one's diet is such a better answer. Someone someone would make a killing about like, oh, you know, some water is uh, is actually makes you gain weight more than another kind of yeah. water. <laughs> Corner of the market. <laughs> kind of... I happen to know that Evian water is 7.2 on the pH scale. And that 0.2 will end up on your hips. It, yes, it's it, much like how Mount, Mountain Dew, and this is true, has a fat enzyme that never leaves your body. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm going to tell you something right now. You just rocked my world and made sense of almost everything. And 
Look, a, a cook I work with told me that, but he he was one of those guys who knew weird facts that I would check and they would they would pan out. I'd be like, oh, that's that's true. He he somehow knew that. So it it might be bullshit, but it's it sounds so crazy. real. I choose to believe it. I'm a, so when I was younger, I you know baseball, riding bike all over town. I could end my day with a two liter of Mountain Dew and a bag of Twizzlers oh. and sleep just fine. And I think to myself, this is never, I, and then I'd wake up the next day and sneeze and I'd have four abs again. But the reason I didn't have six is because I always, no matter how good a shape I'm in, have this little tiny fat reserve around my belly button. I'm going to mm. tell you something. It's that fucking Mountain Dew. Gotta be. Oh, Gotta I should have been drinking diet water. God damn it. No, you want that little fat reserve in case you get lost in the desert. You know, <laughs> you need something to live on for sure. I guess that makes yeah. sense. First of all, now I have plenty, so I could live in the desert for a little while. <laughs> I and I also side note love the fact that Mountain Dew is named after moonshine. Like it was a term for high octane alcohol that they made in stills, <laughs> stills in the woods. And then the soda company was like Mountain Dew, and you know there had to be some redneck that was like, "Why is it green? I'll try it." And was like, the "Yeah, fuck is this fizzy, sugary, <laughs> sugary bullshit." I this can't wait till the next time I'm I can't wait till the next time I'm at a bar for trivia and they ask a question about Mountain Dew. I'm gonna be like, I sure wish Brogner was here. <laughs> Erica Brogner. Where is she now? <laughs> well, that's that's all of it, man. Do you have anything you want to plug before we go? I mean, if people want to follow me on Instagram, that's where you can get my date or chaddaniels.com for tour dates. But if you want to follow along, it's uh, that Chad Daniels at uh, on Instagram. Dude, it was so fun having you on. I've been like such a fan of yours. And you've always been even back when like, you know, we just had first met. You were always the coolest guy. And like you were such a win for me when I did when I did Bridgetown. Because it was always, there were always those comics that I was like, you know, because like me and like five people would decide who got in. Right. And I'd be like, like, we got to have Chad, trust me. And people were like, I just, I, I, I think his standup is funny. I don't really know him. We have a lot of funny people. I'm like, I'm telling you. Because there's so many people that would submit and have like a great tape. But it's like, they do fine in the fest. Like, sure. okay. And you came and just wrecked it like destroyed and it was oh, like thanks. so not that I thought you wouldn't have but it was like so vindicating because it was one of those things where I'm just like look like I really could put anyone in I wanted but I rarely would like kind of use my weight sure. as a founder and be like they're in god damn it you know it'd be like it was always up to committee but it was like like you just destroyed now I never forget like my cousin Leah came with her boyfriend and she was like god damn it who is that guy so it's like oh nice you know what I mean? It's well, always good to that stuff. That's great. I just want to say one more thing uh, yeah, yeah. about, uh, well, first of all, I remember we we both got uh, Conan when he was on The Tonight Show. Yes. And it was like, I, I use that as a credit for so long because it was like only 13 100%. comedians. And so so that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and that was, uh, you know, that's when I really started following along and just like, lights out so funny i know now we're fluffing each other's nuts but it's absolutely true um and you just you just recorded in nashville right nashville, you shot, yeah. a, shot a special so i can't wait to see that oh thanks um, man 
Yeah, I think we we did it with the same company. So if anyone wants yeah. to check out Twelfth Night, it's that thing I was talking about where I did it twelve Dude, absolutely on the Twelfth Night. So you can find that on YouTube or it's on uh, anywhere you listen to comedy. So check that out. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, man, and um, enjoy. Uh, where? What state do you live in? I live in northern Minnesota. That's why I'm wearing a jacket and a right on a beanie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right on. I do. I love Minnesota, man. So that's it's great. That's, yeah, it's a great place. So. Dude, enjoy and uh, enjoy the independence and, and just just get as fat as you want. Oh, I can't wait. When I when I take the stage for the first show on my empty nest tour. Yeah, I'm going to be 400. They're going to have to wheel me up <laughs> and just prop me on a beanbag. And I'm just going to. I want I want the please welcome. And they're like, yeah, oh. <laughs> like you hear <laughs> you hear the, the petering off of, of the applause. Oh, like the concerned looks like the times and like, we got to wrap it up, but the times you and I had, you know, we've opened for people and various shit road gigs where the, the headliner got way too faded before he made the stage. And like, yeah, see people's the look on people's faces, the pained, oh, <laughs> he's really fucked up. But for you, it'll be like, uh, he's his un unhealthy level wait the applause will die down you'll just hear a lady in back go chad ain't chad that's all it'll say or a drunken whist like she didn't even want she didn't think anyone would hear chad right. ain't chad <laughs> yeah and right. it's as loud as that <laughs> like it, it, it just as as loud as a note sang an opera in a hall like everyone hears her too drunk to realize <laughs> Hey, thanks a ton for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, man. Man, Chad's the best. Check him out. Check out Twelfth Night. Uh, and if he comes to your town, please see him. It's always uh, a blast. Uh, if you have any need for advice, want to call in anonymously, please do. We always need calls. Tell your friends. Text them. Be like, hey, call Bronger. Leave a message. I don't want to hear your bullshit anymore. I can't deal with your problems. Bronger and his guests will call 323-763-0228 tell your friends 323-763-0228 and thanks this might help with matt bronger was created and hosted by me matt bronger produced by outer circle media executive producers matt kleinschmidt and robert kelly for the laugh button podcasts